Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. You're listening to 90 Days on Fire podcast. I'm Drama from 90 Days of Drama. Here with me today, I have a special guest, 90 Day Dumpster Fire. Dumpster Fire. Do you just go by 90 Day Dumpster Fire? Or do you? You can call me Dumpster Fire. I pretty much am one, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpster Fire. Dumpster Fire is one of my favorite accounts to follow on Instagram. She makes all the original memes, um, some a little uh, borderline questionable, super offensive, but it's <laughs> it's for those with a, a personality and for those who uh, enjoy the funny side of things and who I'm terrible, I know. I offend many people, my bad. <laughs> So we are going to recap season two, episode 17, titled Brissfully, Brissfully Ignorant. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Well, this, all right. I, guess, <laughs> I guess I'll just start with the first couple. I'll like go in order from how I remember it, because I watched last night, like I, I recorded it or something. I don't remember. But I think the first couple was um, Jenny and is it? I never, is it Summit? 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 Summit. Jenny and Cement, yes. I mean, can we can we skip the sex talk between these two? Uh, I don't ever want to <laughs> talk about their sex life. That's so nasty. I can't. I don't want to picture it. Like I don't. Oh, like I just. I'm just thinking about when she like pro, like kind of proposed to him. She gave him a promise ring. I'm like, oh, this is like a Jesse and Darcy all over again. Like a commitment ring. Like I was like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> Except she was the one doing it with him, and he turned her down, which was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then I love when she's like, oh, you're so lucky to have me. I'm like, what? Who says that? Like, wouldn't it be the other way around? Like, I'm so lucky to have you. She's like, you're so lucky to have me. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. With, the, with these two, I just find myself fast-forwarding through their, their uh, yeah. episode. I'm just... You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, so what do you call that? Um, you know, when you already know what's going to happen at the end, it's like, she gets mad. He's still dealing with his It's with his like the ex. same thing like, every time. Yeah. It's so boring and predictable. Nothing has changed in their storyline. It's just recycled. It's nothing's changed. I'm super, like, oh, okay, yes. great. Exactly. Like, super predictable. I mean, bad news. He you know, his ex-wife filed allegations of abuse against him. I mean, mental torture, physical torture, oh, mental yeah. torture. I kind of understand. I mean, if you're getting with somebody like Jenny over. Yeah. That's, that's already <laughs> like mental and emotional trauma, like I mean, for him being with her. No. <laughs> and she wants $500 a month. That is like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's alimony. I don't really know how it works, but like, so what is she saying? She's saying it's like emotional damages or something. Mental like, torture, physical torture. I mean, physical. I want to know what that's about. I really, like, he doesn't seem, I mean, like we don't see much of him, but he seems like a very calm, laid back person. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what was he doing with his ex-wife? That was like, I'm like, here, like, did he hit her? Like, did he actually like, well, he's, he states that these are all false allegations. And towards the end, we find out that that his ex-wife did withdraw the case. So oh. everything was dropped and, um, you know, he's a free man. He gets to go back home to Jenny and tells her the good news and she gets to, you know, dominate him in bed again. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, imagine like if Jenny was the one that like called his ex-wife and threatened him and she was like, you better drop this case, bitch. And he, she, she's like, okay, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Hey, you never know. You never know. Yeah. I want to put a pastor. <laughs> I mean, and you know, the other, the other couple here, Ari and Binyam, I mean, wow, what um, a shit show between these two. I mean, Ari is just constantly, she's like always flip-flopping, you know, it's like one, one day yeah. she's saying, okay, with the circumcision, the next day, you know, she's grabbing the baby and she's heading out the hospital door. Yeah. And then she, yeah, and I thought, didn't she, did she previously agree to having the baby baptized or did she, had she already said she wasn't sure? I don't remember. Like before last night's episode. She did in this episode finally say, okay, you know what? If this makes you happy and this means that much to you, then I'll agree to do it. So she did agree to do it. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then towards the end, she's kind of like, well, I want my baby to make his own decision. I don't want him to think that I mutilated him as a baby. Like, oh my yeah, god! I get, I I guess I can understand that, but like, supposedly, like from a medical standpoint, it's also a, hy- a hygiene thing. It's not really just about like, uh, what's the word? Like, it's it's not just a vanity thing because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what a lot of people think. I don't really know. Obviously, I'm not a medical professional, but I have a few friends in the medical field, and they said it's a hygiene thing. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, but like, I get it. I understand. Like, I've I've heard it's you know, a lot of people are like, it's not a necessary procedure, blah, blah, blah. And like, he can make that decision when he's older. But here's the thing, he's not going to remember it. if He's a newborn. If he gets right. it done as an adult, he's going to remember that and be like, oh, I can't believe I just did that. Like, uh, Do adults get circumcised? I, I mean, I think they can. I they just, can. I don't, I'm, I'm assuming they can if they choose to. So I, I don't really know. But right. It's not something I'd want to remember. So. That, that sounds painful. Painful. Yeah. Just, you know. Uh, yeah. So she, she changes her mind. She dashes away with the baby. You know, I mean, she's going through a lot. I, I can tell. And they're putting her- a lot on her on the spot, too. I mean, yeah. I get that she was sort of already prepared, like, because I'm, you know, Binyam told her about this stuff. So she kind of expected it. But they really bombarded her. Like, first the hospital, they, like, come in with the music, with the drums. They're like, we're going to baptize your kid. Where's the priest? And she's like, uh, hang on. She's like, he just came out of me. Like, wait a second. Yeah. And then she gets home. Oh, my God. I literally at first thought they were just giving her a pet goat. I was like, that's an odd <laughs> gift. And then yeah. they're like, we're going to slaughter him for you. I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> she just had a baby. Now she's responsible for sheep slaughter. I know. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I get, I know it's a cultural thing. Like I'm not making fun of their cultures by, by, by any mean or their, sorry, not culture is culture. Like I understand it's different in every country. I know like, you know, in the middle East, um, cows are considered sacred, I think in India. So they mm-hmm. probably look at us like a bunch of barbarians cause we eat beef, you know? So mm-hmm. I get it. It's a, it's their culture. They don't consider it like gross or weird or wrong to, you know, kill a goat as a gift for the family. Mm-hmm. But I just can't imagine for her, like, as an American who's probably never seen anything like that before, and, like, she's all, like, hormonal and emotional, she gets home with her baby, and she's like, I can't wait to just, like, peacefully rock him to sleep as I breastfeed him in my comfortable bed, like, with my (laughs) husband, and then they're like, hey, we're gonna cut off this goat's head, woo, happy baby day, like... I mean, I know, I know that when I got home from the hospital and I know that you have a little girl too, it's like, we're yeah. extremely hormonal and emotional. I know yeah. I've, cried, I've cried multiple times during the first month of being a new mommy. And I just can't imagine what, what she was going through. But at the same time, I'm just so dumbfounded by these Americans who go to these yeah. 
cultures and 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 live in in a world where they know nothing about nothing they absolutely know nothing about cultures like why don't they research first like num- like and that's the thing too with americans like we have such a like what's the word like it's not even patriotism it's nationalism like we think we're better than everybody else so when we go to any other country we're like what a bunch of barbarians i bet they mm-hmm. sleep in the dirt and like it's just it's like so disrespectful and because like yeah like i said like I don't think it's wrong that they do that in their culture. That's their culture. Right. It's just, it was a culture shock to her. But like, I feel like maybe she should have done a little more research. But then at the same time, I totally understand her response. I would have cried too. Even if I already knew about it, like I would be like bawling my eyes out. <laughs> and at the same time, you know what? She is a, she's a really sweet girl. I mean, I could see that yeah. she, she didn't want to disrespect anybody. She didn't want to say no right away. She... If that was Devon, she would have, like, punched Jahoon in the face and been like, call my mom, you piece of shit, like, or something like that. I know. She's a sweet girl. She just got herself into this situation. I don't think she really wanted to to be pregnant or to have a baby. She just really wanted this this hot man with dreads and just going to, you know, choreographer slash mixed martial (laughs) artist in her life. She does so many different things. (laughs) and he's he's an amazing human i mean he does everything and the way that he was packing up the hospital just to get them out of there and then you know on his way back home walking the baby home versus taking the ride back home oh man (laughs) i mean i was like seriously i mean they uh, supposedly the place was like a five minute walk so i guess it's not that bad Mm -hmm. but like and like I understand, I understand why she was nervous about it, but five minutes I think like would have been okay. Like my drive home from the hospital with my husband and baby was like thirty minutes, so mm-hmm. I would have been like, no way, like we have to have a car seat. Right. I don't know how we would have figured that out, but like we had a car seat because in America you have to, you can't leave a hospital without one. Right. And like I understand there, that's not you know the standard. Like they are like, ah, there's worse things here. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that she like he gets in the car with the baby and she's like, yeah, you got to get out. She's like, get the fuck out. Like just like go she, go walk in the hundred degree heat with our son in an umbrella. See you at home. Like that looked that looked absolutely awful. But she did mention yeah. in her story, she said that she's a little upset that TLC made her look like the bad person only because yeah. the hos- the hospital is only two blocks away from her house on a street that cars don't pass. And right. it wasn't scorching hot. She says it was only 70 degrees. So that's oh, the reason he's why. Like, he's like, oh, the weather is harsh. So I thought it was hot out. I thought he made it sound like it was like 100 degrees yeah. out. He made it sound like there was like a, like a sandstorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said five minutes. So I'm like, okay, if it's really only yeah. five minutes. Yeah, two blocks, that's nothing. I get that. But at the same time, if it's only two blocks, you could make the drive. But I mean, I get it. The walk's not bad either, though. Either way, it's not bad. The walk, yeah, I would have been like, you know what? It's just a five-minute drive. You can hold the baby in the back. But you know what? She did say that that on her way back home from the hospital, she did get hit from the back. So they got into a little accident Um, um, on their way back home from the hospital. But, you know, it wasn't anything um, crazy. It was just, I guess, like somebody rear-rented them from behind so yeah that happened so okay good thing that Binyam um you know walks the baby back uh home but he did you know he made it seem like it was uh I felt bad at that point I'm like oh man what a bitch you know like he couldn't couldn't just sit with the baby in the back I mean he's worried about he's worried about about tripping and falling I was like oh I would be worried about tripping and falling too because you know he's walking on a dirt road 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, maybe she had more of a reason to worry. I guess, I don't remember if, like, the driving there is erratic. I know, uh, where where was it that um, Rebecca and Zayed, uh, yeah, Zayed, I can't remember what country they were in. It was also in the Middle East. But I know, like, when they were in the car, she was, like, having a heart attack because they're driving there. They're just kind of, like, really lax with it. So maybe that's also why, you know, Ariella was so worried. Um with the baby there because, you know, I don't know how it is. Maybe it's all of the Middle East. Maybe it's just certain countries. I don't know. But I think their traffic laws are a little bit more laid back than here. Yeah. Not that anybody follows the laws here anyway, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she, what a sweet, you know, she is a sweet girl. Yeah. Um, I think that she just, she wants to ha- to keep the family together. She wants to give Binyam a chance to be, you know, there for the baby. And Binyam does state. It made me cry actually when he's he's like thank you you Aww. came into my life and and you've you've gave me this baby and I feel like that was the sweetest family. talk between them yeah that was a really nice talk between them I like them yeah I mean that you know I I guess like I I hope they work out I really do I because do too. I, I like Binyam I think that he deserves to be in this child's life and he did state in this episode that he hasn't seen his um, firstborn in like two going on three years and it's been, I can't imagine I can't imagine having a baby and, and going yeah. through all that and then just having that person disappear out of your life right and for him to have to go through it again with a second child like mm-hmm. I can't imagine yeah I, he seems like such a sweet committed guy like you know what I mean and like I like that they're both trying to make it work like mm-hmm. they they argue a little bit but it's never anything crazy and the fact that they've been arguing during the process of having a baby is completely understandable when you don't know each other and you're having a baby, there are going to be a lot of serious talks you didn't expect because you have, you know, different views on it and it's a big deal. But then you look at these other couples on the show, they fight about the dumbest shit and they don't have a kid. Like I just like Brittany and Yazan, like, Oh, Oh, those two are like teenagers. They really are. They're like kids. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Brittany and Yazan, he gets kicked out of his parents' house. He's a taxi driver now. And he says, Brittany, I'm not a millionaire. You know, what, right. what you want me to pay for your plane tickets? You know, I'm, I'm about to like, get stoned by my family right now. I'm exiled. I'm right? alone. And all I'm asking is for you to come here to be with me so we can get married. And what does she want him to do? She wants him to be, show me that you're an independent man. Get, me, get your own place. Go get a job. Respect your family. But live your life how is he supposed to do that i mean as a muslim you can't just abandon your culture and and he can't just abandon his yeah. culture and move in with britney i mean muslims she, don't do that she has no respect for his culture or religion she doesn't care she's she's selfish and she's immature like honestly the fact that he's going through all this for her and risking literally uh his life and his relationship with his family and the way people view him over there like she what what has she done like okay sorry she bought her own plane tickets like great she's not doing anything else to prove that she's serious about him like she's still refusing to make any changes to her lifestyle like i don't i just don't understand the issue like she knew going into this how serious it is to be a muslim especially in another country where that's like the base religion there it's the primary mm-hmm. religion in their belief system and she just what did she think was going to happen she's going to roll in wearing her like shirts with like her boobs out and just be like 
dancing like music videos in the street like what is she like i feel like i sound like such an old person saying that like these damn kids in her mtv but like <laughs> she like but she acts like you know what i mean like going there like you can't it's a different country different culture they nobody on this show seems to understand that i just don't get it mm-hmm, exactly and Brittany and Yazan just two completely different people period I, they just should not be together Yazan they, they should just move on yeah with other people so they could be a lot happier without having to deal with this drama I mean it's it's pretty ridiculous the whole time Yazan was on the phone looking distressed depressed um unhappy and here Brittany is just with a grin on her face the whole time talking to him. That like, stupid horrible. smile makes me so mad. Like, it's possible that she can't help it because some people just have, like, a certain thing, like a, I don't, not like a tick, but just that's just the way their face is. Mm-hmm. But because I don't like her, I just want to, like, slap the smile off her face with the braces and everything <laughs> and the lashes. <laughs> no, I just want to slap it all off her face. No, but <laughs> I just, I don't. She's on the she's on the she realizes and she understands like how you know the di- not only are they far apart distance wise time wise um thought wise but you know she's sitting there on the phone talking to him and and some old guy you know her type walks by and says oh you look beautiful there sitting there you look at, you know did you <laughs> did you see that they, and she's some, like oh she's like so, somebody said i'm beautiful <laughs> and i'm like you idiot like she she knows Yazan is the jealous type so she's just throw it in his face that hey some old man here my type with the 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 money that I I uh I need and that can support me just walk past by and 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 started hitting on me so you know what does she think is going to happen is Yazan is Yazan going to say oh congratulations yeah good for you I'm glad you know he would say oh so great babe they always call each other babe like babe babe so glad you got hit on babe oh good for you babe and she's like hey i got your money um i guess i'm gonna see you soon and he's just like i sent you this money after driving this taxi all day and night not speaking to my family um all alone here when are you coming is she gonna come back to jordan i i don't i don't know i feel like she is but i think it's gonna be the same thing where like she's gonna be there and she's gonna be like, okay, I'm here. Like, you should be grateful for me, but I'm still not gonna change. And they're just gonna keep fighting about it because there's, mm-hmm. there's no way she's gonna change anything about herself. I can see her going back there, and being like, okay, like fine, like I'll, I'll, you know, this time I'll, you know, I'll pay the bill for the plane or whatever. But just, I just don't see it going anywhere because I still don't think she's gonna change. She's never going to. It's a waste of time. Speaking of not going anywhere. <laughs> Devin and Jahoon. <laughs> oh God, I I uh, I used to really not like Jahoon, and now I don't like Devin. Like she, she was so awful at his job to his boss. I was like, are you serious? Right. Um, it's like, oh, I'm I'm bored today. Let's let's go to your work and and sabotage your your job. Right. She's like, oh yeah. Remember when you used to sell sell stolen phones? And like, I mean, I guess she assumed that his boss wouldn't understand what she's saying. Which was kind of funny because he didn't, and then Jahoon like translated. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So by the way, I used to sell stolen phones. <laughs> like he's just like, just to let you know what my wife was saying that I shouldn't be telling you, but you know. But like it was like it'd be rude not to translate, I guess, because like she's talking mm-hmm. about 
she's just talking in front of him in another language, you know? So Jihoon probably felt like it was rude. So he should have just made something up. He should have been like, oh, yeah, she's saying that I'm the best husband she's ever had, and she's so happy I'm working here. Like, and he'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, was, she was really getting under my skin and being so yeah. annoying, asking all these obnoxious questions. And it's like, you're never happy. You're mm -hmm. always complaining. You know, do something about it if you... She's just like her mom. She's a bitch. <laughs> like her mom, let's be honest. <laughs> she is. Like, she was rude. And, and then what she say? She's like, why are you even working here selling broken phones? You should just buy them off eBay and sell them. Like, like You're telling the guy how to work, how to live his life. What else, you know? Yeah. And second wedding. They're getting a second wedding. She's wanted this second wedding. She wanted a glamorous wedding. Um, and it's like, it's too glamorous. Like, it's are too you glamorous. ever happy? She's like, oh my God, this is too much. And she's like, this is, what did she say? She said, she, uh, sorry, I'm getting all tongue-tied. I'm a bit too excited here. Um, <laughs> she said, uh, she's like, oh, like, I'm so sad because this is, the wedding that like i dreamed of as a little girl and it's being ripped away from me i'm like are you kidding me it's that is the most fault. dramatic like it's all jahoon's fault yeah childhood dreams have been destroyed yet again I mean, by jahoon even jahoon is like you know we we booked this wedding hall it's a very famous wedding hall it's always booked but um will devin be happy you know, it's it's so sad. It's, it's sad. When I know they went through so much. It's sad when you constantly have to prove yourself to your, I mean, your husband, your wife. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's sad when you when you constantly have to go in circles about the same issues. It's like, and you can't start off a relationship on a negative, and and that's what most of these couples on here are doing. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we I, like watching them so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, did you hear about, um, like, the abuse allegations between Jahoon and Devin? I've heard about it, yes. I've heard about um, Devin stating that um, Jahoon grabbed, grabbed uh, Drusilla by the hair and took off, like, a chunk of her hair or something. And, yeah. And, how do, you know. And then, and then she says, like, no, um, or no, he said, well, Drusilla was, like, abusing the dog. And it was, like, a whole, like. The whole thing, I don't even know who to believe. Like, I, well, I mean, first of all, you don't hurt a child because they, you know, hurt the pet. Like, especially if it's not intentional. Like, she was probably just being too rough with the dog. And, like, mm -hmm. just tell her, like, no, that's wrong. Like, we don't play like that. And then, like, you punish them. But you don't, like, rip out their hair, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, I just, I just don't know who to believe. They both seem yeah. like they're being so, you know, at this point, it seems like they're just being spiteful. Like, who knows if any of it is true? But I just was reading about it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, a lot of some social media tea there. Um, Devin accusing Jehoon of abusing Drusilla. Um, Jehoon states, like, hey, you know what, Devin, you know, they're pretty strict um, with their kids. Uh, having your kids just be respectful and, and listen to the teachers and, and uh, follow instructions. So supposedly, you know, Drusilla was having a hard time at school and, and uh Jehoon was notified by the teachers and so he I guess he was trying kind of trying to not discipline her but I guess you could say discipline yeah but I, I'm not sure if the whole hair ripping thing is is you know I mean I, I know everyone has their own views but I'm like I'm really against like any kind of uh like physical discipline uh, on a child yeah, absolutely. so like but I don't know you know, like I don't know how true it is or anything but if he did that's that's really fucked up that's not okay mm -hmm. Um, and, but obviously though, if she was like being really rough with the dog, that's not okay either, mm -hmm. but it, and it's like a different, it's a different 
change for it's a big change for her like she's a kid she's moving to a different country where she doesn't know the language a different culture like mm-hmm. she's probably not happy about it you know right. and so and I, obviously she's gonna act out or you know not understand why the rules are a certain mm-hmm. way at the school and, and all of this is a reflection on you know your parents i mean if you're you send your yep. kids to school your kid is out my kid is out and and my kid is acting like a total monster everybody's looking at me as a parent like you know this is this is what goes on at home this is right. something that you're not taking responsibility for you're not um, disciplining your kid teaching them right from wrong and essentially giving the kid life skills to be yeah. a successful adult yeah they just you seem know? like they don't know what they're doing like even devin who how old is Drusilla, like five or something like that? I, I, thought, she, I thought she was, I think she's like about four years old or Okay, like so that. like, she still doesn't even seem like she knows what she's doing with her four-year-old. Yeah. And then you bring in Jahoon, who has no clue at all about parenting, and then they have another kid. Mm-hmm. So like, of course, Drusilla is, you know, has behavioral problems, if that is the case, like, obviously, because yeah. they are clearly very inexperienced you would think Devin would know what she's doing but I guess not like she's she's not doing any better than Jahoon and then she criticizes him and she's so. very young and she's also yeah. super super young I mean she she makes herself out to be you know a great mom she takes care of her her kids which which is cool because hey at least she's bringing her kids and taking care of her kids unlike um there's other cast members that disown their children that um... oh, Larissa <laughs> oh, sorry oh well, she's not a cast member anymore so I can say it anyway <laughs> you know I mean at least she's bringing Drusilla along and and being yeah. a mom for Drusilla good or bad you know but as far oh, as oh yeah the, no as, I, I give her credit for that of course yeah as far as far as the dog goes um Jehoon did state that the dog had to be given away because um you know Drusilla was abusing the dog and throwing up in the air and pulling out his hair or whatever uh-huh. it is so he ended up giving the dog away to finding an adopted family for adopted family for the dog and so the dog is happy i think he posted a, a photo of the the puppy with his Aww. new family and he looks I'm pretty so happy glad. so I'm glad, I'm glad they found to hear a good that. Home. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad the dog went to a good home. That makes me mad when people let their kids do shit like that. Like, what? Like, come on. Come on. Like, <laughs> we have cats. And she goes to my daughter, will, like, you know, be too rough with the cat. Like, she'll, like, grab his tail. And I'm like, nope. I'm like, you don't do that. And so, like, she's gotten really gentle with him now. That's but, what I mean. I mean, you got to teach yeah. your kids right from wrong. Teach you got to. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have a three-year-old and she can't just run around doing whatever she wants. I mean, even though, exactly. you know, I pretty much work for her. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Like, my daughter has special needs and I taught her how to be gentle with animals. So there's no excuse. <laughs> there's if no your kid excuse. doesn't have the communication issues and understands what you're saying, she clearly does. She knows uh-huh. what they're saying. But she's just like, oh, look, a stuffed animal for me to play with. So. <laughs> Speaking what? of communication issues... Yes, Armando and Kenneth. Oh God, I love them. They're by far my favorite couple. They're so wholesome. But I mean, yeah, what what Kenneth did, like criticizing Armando for like the way he was parenting his own child, mm-hmm. like, like, dude, that's not your kid. He's like, oh, you're such a pushover. It's like, well, if it was your kid and Armando was, you know, catering to your child, yeah. then you have every right to say that and be like, mm-hmm. you're being a pushover. Like my kid is you know, manipulating you to get what she wants or he mm-hmm. wants, but that's his own kid. So yeah. it's like, you don't, like, excuse me, like, you're not that you're not the parent. Like, why are you saying this? I know. It was kind of like a turnoff for me. I, I was kind of, yeah. I was putting myself in Armando's position. And I'm like, if I, if I had this, this 
my, my partner who's going to be my husband and who's already making me feel a little uncomfortable in the way that he's step parenting my kid. Uh, you know, it's a little, that's a big turnoff for me right away. But, um, you know, Hannah also went through a lot. I mean, she lost her mom at such a young age and she's transitioning now into um, a household where she has two fathers and um, in her culture, you know, that there's no such thing as having two fathers. There's, there's a mom and there's a dad. And so she's going through all these changes. Oh, yeah. so Armando's feeling the guilt of having, you know, put her through all of that and um, give the kid freaking ice cream, you know, like, right. <laughs> Seriously. She's it's not like the lot. kid was like, so are you going to give me a gold watch or a Benz? And like, Armando's like, Oh, you're such a pushover, Armando. Like, <laughs> but like yeah what did she say shaved ice or what was the other thing she's like okay, do, do you want to buy me shaved ice or do you want to buy me a little purse yeah right <laughs> and Kenneth's like neither you get nothing Armando come on it, it must be hard for Armando just thinking about having to take care of little Hannah and then there's there's Kenneth that he's a grown man but he doesn't speak the language at all so he can't really get around town he can't you know yeah he's basically so dependent on Armando and so what you know I don't want to say burden but it's it's a huge stress factor on the relationship you know in general I hope Kenneth um downloads Babbel and starts learning some Spanish (laughs) right I mean Spanish is really like one of the most easier easiest yeah uh, language to learn learn. yeah it's not like it's Chinese or you know Farsi or anything like that it's like like Spanish and Italian are the closest to the English language Mm -hmm. so it's because like they still use you know that the standard alphabet French too I think but Spanish is like a very easy language to learn so yeah Um, you know but what a heartwarming couple they you can tell that Kenneth just wants to show hannah love and that he cares for her and he wants the best for her and it's 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 sweet it's a sweet thing and it's you know them becoming a family and something that armando said that he's he's been looking forward to for a long time and armando is armando is one of my favorite cast members he's so freaking sweet i love him he's an angel he is oh man and he he's really just a a darling he really is he they must be protected at all costs (laughs) protect Armando at all costs definitely he's a national treasure he's an international treasure he's an international treasure I know he's he's made me really uh like watching 90 day fiance and I'm just like oh there's hope you know these couple do are, are genuine they do cast real people and real couples and of course, like it's the non-straight couple, like heterosexuals causing all the problems as usual. <laughs> Hetero couples causing drama. A nice a gay couple comes along, and everything is great because they actually understand how relationships work. So <laughs> yeah, but as soon as uh, Kenneth learns some Spanish, he can. I think he's he'll complete it all. You know, hopefully. I mean. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is like he said in the car, like, would it be easier for me to teach uh, to learn Spanish or for Hannah to learn English? <laughs> like, right. <"Hannah." laughs> right. I, I would assume being in the country where with whatever language that is, is, you know, like, yeah, that should be the language that the child and she already knows Spanish. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's already her first language. What was like, I can't remember the what was the reason that 
Kenneth moved to Mexico instead of Armando moving to America? Do you know? Because I don't um, remember. Kenneth states that he decided to move to Mexico because his kids were all grown already and that yeah. they were just, you know, grown. Some have their own families. And so he felt like it was better for him to move to Mexico to be with Armando because Hannah was still so little. And so he felt like yeah. Hannah needed to have... Um, you know, Armando's side of the family around for her still. It'll be a better transition for Hannah um, yeah. that way than to bring him to bring her to the States right away. Which oh, is, that's which really, is very thoughtful. That is. I was gonna say though, then maybe as she gets older, like maybe maybe they should teach her some English and then move to America and she can be bilingual because the thing is the biggest problem, the biggest uh, challenge seems to be that in Mexico, or at least in the area where they are homosexuality is not accepted like you know so they're gonna have to hide their relationship and family they like they can't you know what I mean so it just kind of seems like it would make more sense for them to live somewhere where they don't have to do that so a big safety issue for sure oh yeah that yeah like if it wasn't for that I'd be like that's that's perfect like that's great for Hannah and for them and but the problem is you know, homosexuality is just something that they are not okay with there. And mm-hmm. it could, yeah, it could lead to like somebody getting hurt or, and just the fact that they have to hide their relationship all the time. So I feel like if it were me, I'd be like, yeah, like, let's, you know, be here for a while. And then when Hannah gets a little older, like we can start teaching her maybe some English and then like we can move to America and then, you and know. The, and there's also a lot more opportunities for Hannah being in America. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it would just make more sense, I think. So. It would, it would. I can't believe that we're pretty much all caught up with this episode. I mean, yeah, that was pretty fast. That was. I talk a lot, though, too, so I'm like... like that wraps up our episode. Thank you so much again for joining me and guest hosting. You've been awesome to have on. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. This was my first podcast, so... woo Broke your yeah. podcast, Cherry. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we've had a we've had a lot of fun recapping this episode. Um, you guys go follow Ninety Day Dumpster Fire on Instagram. She's got some of the best memes that I've ever seen. Um, the most original. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, definitely follow me. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel, and it's the same username. It's Ninety Day Dumpster Fire. So if you look that up. You'll find my channel. I only have a few videos so far, but I hope you guys will check them out. Got to go check it out. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.